When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Well, let's think about it for a moment. How do they start their day? Uh, they start their day picking up the uh, the news, uh, the, the morning papers. They sit down and they see some of the most horrific events that uh, may happen throughout the previous day. Uh, it plays on your psyche. We're clear on that. Uh, but my mission is to move people from what they felt to what they're feeling. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know everything's all right. That's the mayor, folks. That's the man you voted in over the man sitting right in front of me, New York icon and legend Curtis Sliwa. That's Mayor Eric Adams, who was asked by my dear friend, who I love dearly, Rosanna Scotto, on Channel 5 locally yesterday, about the crime issue in this city, and he blamed it on the media. Uh, Two things that Eric Adams has become very good at. And yes, for you folks that are emailing me, texting me, messaging me, yes, the love affair, at least for now, is over. There's no doubt about it. But what he's gotten very good at is um, is uh, making racist remarks about white people, which he's done, I don't know, a million times, and blaming the media for his shortcomings. Sometimes not even his shortcomings, because sometimes he's actually trying, not getting the results that we would like to get, but he is trying and instead of saying that and coming off somewhat good, he just blames the media. So with that said, here's my guy. Gets big ratings, noon to one every weekday. And, of course, overnights all weekend long, but does his best work right here, 7.05 every weekday morning with me, the great Curtis Sliwa. Good morning, Kurt. You know, you're being a little unfair to the mayor. One thing I could say about his appearance on uh, Good Morning New York with Rosanna Scotto wasn't he ghetto fabulous in that $5,000 customized suit? <laughs> Come on, that, that's typically good. what you and Joseph Abood would pick up on. <laughs> oh, you were so three snaps up. <laughs> ghetto fabulous. And then the rest of it is crazy town. It's the crazy train. By the way, you're having your very dear friend, Arthur Idala came up, who started that nonsense. You know, it's like, oh, the perception. You know, I've been down in the subway. It's really not that bad, is it, Sid? I notice how you cut him off on that. See if he'll repeat the same stupid statement. And you know what I've decided to do? And I'm using your show to do it because it is the most listened to, most popular show. More so than TV, more so than any columnist. 
is I am declaring myself mayor in exile here. Like, remember Napoleon on the island of Elba? <laughs> I'm on the island of Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to set up a provisional government and start providing services. Because how can you have a mayor who would turn to the mother of the three- and six-year-old boys up in the Bronx who were wounded in St. James Park? That's where I started the Guardian Angels in 1979, right off of Fordham Road in Kingsbridge. And she says, I don't feel safe to go out. And what is he going to say to her? Well, you've been reading, you know, El Diario La Prensa in the morning, the headlines. What a dumb thing to say. But then again, he has his enablers, a Reverend A.R. Bernard, who I confronted yesterday when he was here. And I said, you know, you enabled him by saying that God talks to him and God sent him. And Arthur Idella, who enables him by saying, oh, it's not so bad in the subways. These people are no good. These people are destroying well, our city. Well, they made the point. Adams has made the point. Uh, I remember the first time I had dinner with Adams. He said, well, don't get me uh, get me if I'm wrong. But, Sid, don't you take the subway every day? I said, yes, I do. And he said, you're okay. I said, yes, I am. I said, I've never really had an issue with somebody trying to attack me physically. I've seen things on the train, people masturbating, people making a duty right in front of me, which at my age, at 56, living in New York most of my life, doesn't really scar me. But my 14-year-old little boy, Gabriel, he doesn't sleep Excuse at night. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, sir. Why would anybody give you a hard time? As Carrie Lake, woman from Iowa, almost <laughs> became governor in Arizona, said the election was stolen. When she first met you, didn't know who you were, said you look like a hit man. She did say that. When you were on the train, <laughs> yeah. you think those crazy people, those no. emotionally disturbed people, those gangbangers, <laughs> they're looking at you and they're saying, this guy's right out of Goodfellas. Yeah. Leave that guy alone over there. Well, it's true because they do prey on the folks that really can't defend themselves. Of course. Right? Don't of they? course, the sure. people who, uh, yeah, they'll pimp slap around like a Justin Ellick, who they would totally <laughs> p- pick on. But I want to defend Justin Ellick. Uh, Justin, what the hell is his name, Ellick? Okay. Ellick, yes. Uh, yeah, he's one of your peeps first. There are so few Jews in the world. Why are you picking on one of your peeps? And so, uh, so few Jews left in radio, too. Exactly. So oh. I tell you this. I hate him because he loves the Philadelphia Eagles. I hate him for that sports podcast he does with his friend here from WABC. I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> they never talk sports. They talk everything up. I scratched, you know, my uh, b- below my navel, all this stuff that is not sports related. But let me tell you something. Without Justin Ellick, who produces my Rip and Read at 12, how many times I've had cuts ready that are attacking you? The whole purpose of the Rip and Read at the end of it is to critique Sid. And he says, no, I'm overruling you. Really? Yes. We are taking the prime cut. Wow. Uh, where Sid was super spectacular. Now I feel bad that I ripped him this morning, but not really, because as a guy, Curtis, that even though you're known for the politics and defending New Yorkers for the better part of 40 years, the folks that don't know Curtis has a very big sports background. Oh. He's done sports talk shows on radio for many, many, many years. And you know I've been doing it a long time when you get fired three times. Right. Three times doing big sports Yankee talk. Yankee fan, big giant fan, so... When you want, look, New York, all we care about is the fan. We don't care about ESPN. No, no, no. no. The rest of the country, these stupid millennials who watch ESPN, they read stuff called blogs I've never heard of. Yeah, and they do the suey, 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 <laughs> Nebraska. It's going to come back. Suey, suey, suey. Oh, my God. That's what Dan Levitar does. So we cannot give any credence to a stupid award show put on by oh, no. ESPN oh, no. and read those awards as if they were like real end of season awards. You see what he should have done because we had the discussion yesterday. He, you are correct. He did not know who the Sandhog Joe Klecko was. 
greatest defensive lineman in the history. Even though he only had 10 years with the Jets, he was injured, he was battered. They said, defensive end, you're, you're all-star. But for the team, you got to be nose tackle. You're right in there. The center's going to smash you. The guard is going to smash you. Sometimes the fullback comes right through. Three on one, and he's digging in. <laughs> Polish, all-American, super Catholic, came out of Chester, Pennsylvania, where when I had a conversation with him, he you know what toughened me up? Every day when I had to go to, to St. James High School in Chester, which was predominantly black, still is, like Camden and Chester surround Philadelphia, the three worst crime areas, the blacks would beat the hell out of me with chains and sticks. It was like going through an Apache line. It toughened me up. I went to Temple University, and then I was ready for anything. The coach said, you're an all-star defensive end, but Joe, for the good of the team, you got to become an old stacker. You know, Darrell Revis, I think he's envious because he's from Pittsburgh. You know, guys in Pittsburgh always say the guys from Philadelphia. He dissed and dismissed him. Now, first off, that's an insult to Polish-Americans. Second, he's a hardcore Catholic. <laughs> he, that's a diss to Catholics. And most importantly, Joe Klecko is the ultimate white boy, right? It's what every white guy at uh, MetLife fantasizes <laughs> about when they're drinking those overpriced beers. If I could be just like Joe Klecko, uh, the ultimate in machismo. I love Joe Klecko, and he, of course, he picked up a truck in the movie Cannonball Run. Oh, yeah. Who could forget about that? And again, that team was one game away from the Super Bowl. It was the Richard Todd-led Jets with the sack exchange, I believe. Isn't that right? And they launched uh, 14 nothing to the Miami Dolphins. Abdul Salam. Yes, the great Abdul Salam. Who he gives uh, props to, the brother, Darrell Revis, <laughs> or the ultimate McWhitey Whitey, the sand hog right there, <laughs> nose tackle, Joe Klecko. Joe Klecko to me is like Rudy Giuliani. Yes. He's like Peter King, who I've noticed now. Oh, we're getting along. Oh, if they're receiving a picture again yesterday afternoon, I guess the both of you appeared with John Katsimatidis yesterday. Well, I have a new enemy. All these wars, you were in a war with Bo Deedle, oh, you were in a war with Peter King. Pales in comparison to the war that I'm at with Joe Nolan. Joe Nolan? Joe Nolan comes on. He's the nicest on guy in the world. Like he's a sportsmeister, right? You pimp slap <laughs> Justin Alecle, he's JV, give him a break. But Joe Nolan, what a sickle fan, Tony and Lackey for the Jets. He's telling me that Aaron Rodgers wearing his number eight, don't touch me, I'm fragile jersey in practice, and Sauce Gardner makes the puff-puff pass as they're getting off the <laughs> practice field yeah. in Florham Park in New Jersey, June 6th. They're doing puff-puff pass. That means they smoke weed. <laughs> then all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers goes and starts dropping psychedelics like he's Dr. Timothy Leary in Denver, June 22nd. <laughs> Last year, most intercepted passes ever since he's been with Green Bay. 2023, look at their schedule. In the top end of the schedule, it's super tough. He predicted 13-4. and four. Is Joe Nolan on shrooms? Is he on LSD? Well, you're going to have to add the great Joe Beningo to that because he thinks the Jets are also going yeah, who, 13 Who's and the four. safety? Who's the safety, right? Uh, no safety in the backfield. You know what good quarterbacks are going to do, and there are a lot of good quarterbacks in that division. You know, stop letting them abuse your airtime and do promos for the Jets. 13-4. and four. What are you in a drug-induced psychosis, Joe Nolan? And then he's got his boy Hackett. 
He's the play caller, right? Never called plays in Green Bay. He brought him over there. In Denver, he called plays, right? How did he do that? <laughs> but, oh, whatever Aaron Rodgers wants, Aaron Rodgers gets because he got all that Johnson & Johnson money. $150 million guaranteed for three years. And I predict he's going to do a Brett Favre. Uh, while in a drug-induced psychosis on LSD, he's going to pop out his little Jimmy, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's going to be Brett Favre all yeah, over again. Yeah, I don't again. see it. I'm with, uh, and I'm a Giant fan. I don't care, but I'm with Joe Nolan and Joe Beningo. I think the Jets are a 13 or even 14-win team this year. I'm not going to pick them to win the Super Bowl. That's nuts. It's been since 1969. But I'm with those guys. I think you're wrong. Garrett Wilson said yesterday the difference with Aaron Rodgers in camp for the last couple of years, of course, you had uh, the, the kid Wilson, is a night and day. The Jets are going to be really good. Excuse really good. Me. Excuse me. Where was he playing? In Green Bay. <laughs> That's fine. Reporters wouldn't say anything negative about it. The love affair is going to be over soon <laughs> when he see? loses the first few games. He ain't losing the first few 9 games. 11 against the Bills. He's got to right? win that game. Got to win right that game. Right there, MetLife Stadium. Yes. He's going to get smashed. <laughs> no, he's not. He's going to be telling the guys in the huddle when they're like 21 zip. No, 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 don't smash your heads. Don't break their legs. Peace, love, and happiness. You know, I've been on a psychedelic flashback trip. It's psychedelic attack. That's yeah. where it's at. Come on. What NFL quarterback has ever been doing puff, puff, pass, and then dropping LSD and has led his team into the Super Bowl? You'd be surprised more than you think, Curtis Lee. What are they, Dallas more Cowboys? Than you're you really think, going yes. back. Roger Staubach Plenty and all of, guys of them, right? Plenty of guys doing that blow, Dan Marino. Um, but I will ask you this. Yes. If you're Mayor Eric Adams. Yes. Now, you have to understand, opening NFL week. The Sunday night game is here in yes. New Jersey. Yes. It's the Giants taking on division foe, the Dallas Cowboys. The Monday night game is also same stadium in New Jersey. The aforementioned Rodgers and the Jets taking on their division foe, the Buffalo Bills. In your, if you have to predict right now, Curtis, will Eric Adams go to the Jet game, the Giant game, both or neither. Both. He wants to get Both. the hell out of New York City. In fact, if he could actually be a mayor in exile in Secaucus, <laughs> he'd actually do that. Remember when he went to look at World Cup because he said, oh, I have to learn all about yeah, security yeah. in Dhaka. Hey, schmuck putts, no World Cup games are going to be played in New York City. They're going to be played at MetLife Stadium. What? You use that as an excuse to get away, to get wine, dine, and pocket line with Arabic dinars. I, I did see him, too, that uh, giant Eagle playoff game in oh, he Philadelphia. Oh, he, he, was he was on the sideline with Anthony Carone. He was embarrassing on the <laughs> sideline there, right? He knows nothing about football. You I have know. to admit, yeah. he's sports yeah. challenged. No, he's terrible. Oh, terrible. Oh, Knicks, terrible. I've heard him comment on the Knicks and the Yankees. Oh, Oh, Tommy Agee, my, my favorite man of all time. Yeah, when you were half in the bag at his gin mill on the way to Shea Stadium. What the hell does he know about sports? Well, oftentimes when you go on these rants, which are all brilliant, including today another great segment, you savage somebody and they're not here to defend themselves. Peter King, for example, many times. He's my he, friend now. He's no, my he was friend. your friend. Uh, but you did go after Joe Nolan this oh morning. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, guess what? He's here now to defend himself. Here he is, the greatest traffic reporter in the history of the game, the Joe Klecko, if you will, of traffic, <laughs> Joe Nolan. Uh, Joe, any thoughts on what Curtis has levied this morning? 13 and 4. Oh, write it down. Write it Put it down, in the bank. Bitch. 
13 what is and 4. Wait a second. You're going to lose the first six games. What are you no, talking about? No, you're going to win five of the first six games. You're out of your mind. It is so top-heavy in the schedule. And by the way, who's playing safety for you, right? Every major league quarterback is going to look at your defensive backfield and say, right down the middle. All you got to do is do a crossing pattern like a Wayne Corbett, right? That was a man's man, Wayne Corbett. Crossing pattern right down the middle. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And Aaron Rodgers will be doing shrooms on the yeah. sidelines. You, you oh, the, peace, you, love, and happiness. You get the feeling here that Curtis, and I think Lou, Joe, and Noam, we almost all agree, is uh, almost auditioning for the midday show at WFAN. Absolutely. <laughs> Or ESPN that just whacked 20 people right there in Bristol. Right. They fired me in Bristol once. I'll never so, forget that. So now you've, I want grown, my comeback. you've grown tired of talking about the mayor and city council members and all the politics in New York, and you want to go back to talking about the Jets and the Giants and the Mets and the Yankees. Absolutely. Oh, look at you, Curtis. Let's face it. We talk about Eric Adams. The guy's crazy, right? Let's face yeah. it. But is he, Joe Nolan, you and I would have to agree on this with with uh, Sid, Mr. Fashionista, Mr. Fashionista, Mr. Fashion Play. Wasn't he ghetto fabulous <laughs> in that $5,000 customized suit? Where does he get the money for these suits, right? Uh-huh. I mean, think about it. This is not men's wholesale outlet, you know, off the rack. These are customized. And then he would say, you know, the toughest job in the world is picking cotton. The only <laughs> cotton he ever picked was out of an Advil bottle before he took Advil. There's not a thread of cotton in those old silk suits. When it comes to fashion, no doubt about it, he's got me. But, Joe Nolan, I want you to put your hands across the Hudson River and join me. I have declared myself... The mayor in exile, not on the island of well, Elba like Napoleon. Mean, From a practical level, what does that mean? Are you now the mayor? That means I'm setting up a provisional government because any day this guy's going to collapse. Well, who's going to work inside this provisional government? Of well, I'll take whoever I can get. Well, hey, can, I'm looking at you. I, am I allowed to do it while I'm hosting this show? Of course you can, well, well, what because can I, you're a selfless how? servant like Joe Nolan. Right. You you do everything for the good of the people. Not. You would never just be a Hessian or a mercenary for the money. Not. not no. You guys are yeah. really concerned about the us and we instead of the uh, I and me. Not really. Uh, so what would my title be in this government of yours? Well, uh, it has to do with fashion. Let's face it. <laughs> uh, fashion, I mean, you know me. I have no fashion. I wear this. Same damn thing every day. The red beret, the red sateen jacket. So you'll be in charge of fashion. And and Joe Nolan, yeah. you'll be in charge of trying to sell Bud Light in the city of New York. <laughs> Problem is you would drink most of it before it would get out of the beer distributorships. <laughs> you could actually put Joe Nolan in charge of infrastructure. Being that he's talking about the roads and traffic oh, every that's day, right. that's and the right. city is falling apart, bridges and tunnels, we're all about to die very, very soon. So Joe Nolan should run infrastructure. There'll be a place for you in my provisional <laughs> yeah. government. Remember, like De Gaulle, De Gaulle had a provisional yeah. government in England when the Nazis were in charge. I am now the mayor in exile on the island of Manhattan. And ladies and gentlemen, my policy is deal with crime, crime. Crime, crime, crime. Because if you don't deal with the crime in the streets, then nothing else follows. Okay, I'm not a fashionista. I don't have $5,000 customized suits that are all silk, no cotton. But I'm a man of the peeps. I'm in the subways in the streets. It's time we have a mayor who's in the streets and not in the suites. 
So immediately I put together my first two appointments to my provisional government in exile. Joe Nolan in charge of infrastructure and giving away cases of Bud Light beer that people won't even drink if they get it for free. Definitely in the Irish Riviera, the Rockaways. And the champion of Fashionista Avenue, 7th Avenue, our own Sid Rosenberg. I'm putting it all together. I got it. Just remember, this is the road to victory to take back City Hall and to bring law and order to the city of New York. When Alvin Bragg says he's scared when his family is in the subway, Eric Adams, you got a real problem. And it ain't perception and it ain't the media. It's freaking you. the good love when we're all alone keep it up girl yeah you turn me on 